0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine, and I am your host today, reading from Genesis chapter 28, and we are episode 59.3. So, welcome, and uh, once again, thank you for joining me for yet uh, another chapter in God's Word. So, uh, I am not going to delay. Um, this is Thanksgiving week, so I'm sure everybody is on the go, trying to either get to somewhere or getting ready for prepping for Thanksgiving dinner or whatever it is that you're doing. So uh, we'll try to keep uh, keep it short and sweet, but we don't want to rush through it either. We want to make sure that we're learning exactly what it is that God wants us to learn from. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pray and then we will dive right in. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, uh, today, We come to you humbled uh, and with thanksgiving. I keep saying it over and over again, and I hope it doesn't ever sound stale, but we are very thankful for all that you do and all that you provide for us. Uh, From the little tiny things to the big things, we we don't take anything for granted. Most of all, we're thankful for the gift of your son, Jesus, and his sacrifice on the cross for us and the gift of salvation that we receive from it. Uh, we, again, don't take that for granted, and we don't take it lightly. We, we understand he died a criminal's death to cover our sins. Uh, we don't deserve it. We don't earn it. Uh, it is a gift that is freely given to us, and we receive it. Lord, I thank you for all those that are out there listening. I pray blessings over them. Uh, I pray that you order our steps, guide, direct us, uh, keep us focused on what you want us to do, and so that we are living in your will, Lord. We want to do what you want us to do and uh, and be the people that you want us to be. Uh, watch over us, direct us. And Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. Anoint it and, uh, and give to us uh, whatever message it is that we are supposed to receive. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right. Chapter 28, episode 59.3. So so Isaac called for Jacob, blessed him, and said, You must not marry any of these Canaanite women. Instead, go at once to Padon Aram, to the house of your grandfather Bethuel, and marry one of your uncle Laban's daughters. May God Almighty bless you and give you many children. And may your descendants multiply and become many nations. May God pass on to you and your descendants the blessings he promised to Abraham. May you own this land where you are now living as a foreigner, for God gave this land to Abraham. <clears throat> so Isaac sent Jacob away and he went to Padon Aram to stay with his uncle Laban, his mother's brother, the son of Bethuel, the Aramaean. Esau knew that his father Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Padan Aram to find a wife and that he had warned Jacob, you must not marry a Canaanite woman. He also knew that Jacob had obeyed his parents and gone to Padan Aram. It was now very clear to Esau that his father did not like the local Canaanite women. So Esau visited his uncle Ishmael's family and married one of Ishmael's daughters in addition to the wives he already had. His new wife, his new wife's name was Mahalath. She was the sister of Nebaoth, I don't know if I'm saying that right, I apologize, and the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. Meanwhile, oh, I'm sorry, Jacob's dream at Bethel. Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth up to heaven, and he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grand- grandfather Abraham, and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you're lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions, to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more, I am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until i have finished giving you everything i have promised you then jacob awoke from his sleep and said surely the lord is in this place and i wasn't even aware of it but he was also afraid and said what an awesome place this is it is none other than the house of god the very gateway to heaven the next morning jacob got up very early he took the stone he had rested his head against and he set it upright as a memorial pillar. Then he poured olive oil all over it. He named that place Bethel, which means house of God, although it was previously called Luz. Then Jacob made his vow, this vow If God will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey, and if he will provide me with food and clothing, and if I return safely to my father's home, then the Lord will certainly be my God. And this memorial pillar I have set up will become a place for worshiping God, and I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. All right. I apologize. You might be hearing like a little buzzing out there. That's uh, the um, people doing my my yard. So I apologize that um, you might hear that. So basically... Uh, Isaac tells Jacob to not marry a Canaanite woman because he knows what trouble they are. Uh, Instead, he sends him to uh, his grandfather, Bethuel, and wants him to marry one of Uncle Laban's daughters. And then he says, may God Almighty bless you and give you many children, and may your descendants multiply and become many nations, which is what God has been promising. Uh, and also the land that God promised to Abraham. Uh, So Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padon Aram uh, to stay with his uncle Laban. So he was being obedient, did exactly what his father told him to do. Esau, on the other hand, see, I'm not sure, uh, I, I read through this, and I think, again, I'm not saying for sure, it sounds to me like he's kind of being the unruly child. Uh, he's uh, He knows that his dad doesn't like the Canaanite women. Now, I don't know if Ishmael's family uh, is part of the Canaanites. I'm not sure about that. We'd have to go back and take a look or do a little bit of digging on that. If anybody knows or if anybody does do the research, please feel free to email me, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org. I will be happy. Jeremiah at leaveoffaithpodcast.org. We'd love to hear what you might have found out. Uh, I know it's a crazy week, so we might not be able to find that out. But it sounds to me that Esau is being a little bit disobedient. Um, so, but, uh, but on the other hand, so if you listen to the, the family tree, Ishmael is the son of Abraham through Hagar, and so technically he has a, he, ha, he is part Israelite, so he is keeping it in the family. I don't know, I don't know. We're gonna have to do a little digging. So, but it, that's what it sounds like to me. He's being rebellious is what it sounds like. Um, so anyway, let's not split hairs over this. So then we go into Jacob's dream at Bethel. So Jacob finds a place to camp, and Jacob finds a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamt of a stairway that reached from earth to heaven, and he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. I would love to have a dream like that. I really would. I would love to be able to dream about heaven. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham and the God of your father Isaac, which is the way he always introduces himself. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. I I pretty much highlighted all the way to the end. Um, Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out uh, west, east, north, south, uh, all the families of the earth will be blessed, and what's more, I am with you. I love that, uh, and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to the land, uh, to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised. Jacob wakes up, and he says, and I, this reminds me of a song we used to sing. Surely the Lord is in this place. I am not going to sing it for you because I don't want to hurt your ears. Your ears, uh, but. Uh, it was a hymn way back uh, uh, and I wasn't even aware of it he wasn't even aware that this was uh, the Lord uh, being there Uh, he was also afraid and says what an awesome place this is it's none other than the house of God the very gateway to heaven and then the next morning Jacob gets up early he makes the stone into a memorial where they're going to worship, uh, for worshiping God. Uh, he pours olive oil over it, uh, and, and then Jacob makes a vow saying, you know, if God, if God will indeed be with me on this journey, provide me with food, clothing, and I get safely back to my father, I will certainly, uh, the Lord will certainly be my God. And then he says, I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. So with all of this said, uh, the thing that I got out of today was that very last line was, I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives me. I'm going to pause for just a second because they're right under my window. So give me just two seconds. Sorry. Okay, sorry about that. So what uh, I think I was saying was the uh, one thing that I got off of, Um, this, out of this uh, reading was uh, tithing, uh, that um, Jacob will present to God a tenth of everything he gives to me. So I think that's a cue for us to be aware that we should be tithing and putting into the storehouse, wherever it is that you are uh, being fed wherever you are, um, whatever church that you feel uh, feel comfortable uh, giving a tenth to, that's what you're supposed to be doing. So, um, you know, uh, full disclosure, have I always uh, been good about that? No, I have not. I'm just going to say that out loud. I have not always been good about it, uh, but I am convicted that I need to be. So, uh, you know, you, you, you have to do what God is telling you to do. And, uh, if this is his message through me, then I'm just saying, you know, 10th is all you got to give. So, and you know, if you have, uh, if you have it, then you should give it. So that's the message that I received from this particular message. Uh, so, all right, well, that's it for today. Uh, again, as always, um, you know, I always find it to be, uh, interesting. To see how God is speaking through us, and uh, it's just um, it's just amazing how He. I was just telling my son the other day. I think I said this. You know, God speaks to us in so many different ways, and you just never know uh, what vessel it's going to be coming in. So oh my God. it's always something, isn't it? Uh, that, was rem- that was my son calling me so uh, i apologize again for the interruption and now my phone's ringing again i mean (laughs) it's so crazy all right uh so i am going to wrap this up because uh for whatever reason it's one of those crazy days uh and i am going to post this because uh this is my world uh so uh again we've got to the point where um we always give you the opportunity to uh give your life to the lord and to uh accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior so uh, we I will say the uh, salvation prayer and if you feel like God is leading you uh, to say it and accept Jesus into your heart then uh, I say do it Uh, if you have already done it then uh, saying it again uh, you can just reaffirm your belief in uh, Jesus so uh, so let's pray Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your son Jesus and the sacrifice on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation, in Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the family of Jesus Christ. You are an adopted sister or brother. Again, there goes the blower. Uh, so I suggest that you uh, go ahead and write it in your Bible that today was a day that you accepted Jesus so that you know it in your heart. Put it on your calendar. I would definitely put it on my calendar in my phone. Uh, and uh, go start living for Jesus. Uh, There is somebody at a church, a pastor, a friend, somebody who can help navigate to the next step, answer any questions you might have, and uh, I suggest you start living for Jesus uh, in whatever capacity that God is telling you to do that in. So that's it for today. Uh, I'm sorry for so many interruptions. Uh, It's going to be one of those crazy days. Tomorrow is Wednesday. And I'm really hoping that uh, I get to see uh, Jeremiah, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, otherwise, it's just me. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm hoping that everybody's uh, not getting stressed out over Thanksgiving and just enjoy your family and uh, put aside any any differences you might have. I also strongly suggest to leave any uh, topics of conversation that might um, lead to uh, disagreements. So I would say put uh, any kind of politics, uh, any kind of religious talk, beliefs, whatever. Uh, We want to witness, but we want to witness in a a Christ-like manner. So just, you know, Jesus doesn't push himself on anybody. He will knock on the door and he will wait for an answer. So uh, maybe we should follow that lead, so. Uh, that said, uh, take care. I don't know what time of day it is that you are able to listen to this or watch it, but I'm just blessed that you're able to morning, noon, or night. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. So take care. God bless you. And I'll see you then.